Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Connections podcast. Sorry it's been so long that we've been away, but we are here uh, in Orlando at the first in-person ALP conference in a couple of years, and we're really excited to be here. And we're in front of a room full of people that I'm really excited we're able to join us. Can we hear from the room a little bit, please? Okay, so this is the last day of the conference. We're doing Leadership Connections Live, so we're recording a podcast here, and we thought it would be fun to talk to some of our leaders from around the country that have come to their very first in-person ALP conference. So I would love it if you could introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about your organization. Just kind of give me the the elevator pitch on uh, the organization you lead. Uh, and I'll start with Shannon Drake from Leadership Huntsville in Huntsville, Alabama. Thanks for being here, Shannon. Thank you. Um, again, my name is Shannon Drake. I'm CEO and President of Leadership Greater Huntsville. We are a 35-year-old organization. Uh, started out as a uh, one program underneath our Chamber of Commerce until 2007 when they decided that they wanted to do more. So we've been going strong since then. Uh, we run five programs now with Flagship being our oldest, 35 years old. Um, and we've grown our team um, to six individuals with three program directors and a CFO. Um, and I actually started in September of 2019 and have shut the office down in March of 2020. So didn't really get to know my team very well, um, but that's kind of what we are in a nutshell. Awesome. Thanks, Shannon. And thanks for volunteering this morning to do this, by the way. Neither of you knew you were going to be on a podcast <laughs> when you came to breakfast. Uh, so Michelle McInnes from Leadership Southwest Louisiana, also with us. Tell us a little bit about you, yourself and your organization. Great. Thank you. My name is Michelle McInnes. Um, I actually work for the Chamber in um, Lake Charles, Louisiana, and so we are a Chamber-based program. We uh, want, run one program for up-and-coming leaders in uh, our community. We're a regional chamber, so we cover five parishes, and um, our class size is about 30 participants each year. We want, run on a calendar year, and... Um, we have been around since 1984, and um, I am the only staff person, and I also have other duties with the chamber. So, awesome. That's us. Well, um, again, thank you for being here, and we're just going to spend a few minutes talking about the week we've had here in Orlando, and get your impressions of being uh, at your first time ALP conference. Um, and so, Shannon, let's start with you. Let's talk about um, maybe what is uh, a couple of the nuggets you have picked up at the conference this week that you think could be a useful addition or something you want to try when you get back to Huntsville. Sure. So um, I took on the the 40, 50-hour uh, CCLP certification. Um, I thought I just decided to do it about two weeks ago. And so I came in Saturday we started on Sunday, and I will tell you that the 16 hours we spent on those first two days, I took away so many different nuggets. And that was just, and I know my cohorts who are in here will say the same thing. When starting on Monday afternoon through even today, the collaboration, the discussions that we've had with the other leaders across the community. But it's just taking best practices, um, especially podcasting. I've been wanting to start a podcast, so that's kind of one reason I stayed today. Um, no, I would have stayed, honestly. That's I would have. Right. We, we knew that. We knew what you meant. I would have. But, I mean, my notebook is full of ideas. Now i just got to go home and digest it all and figure out which one's going to come first because it can be a little bit of overwhelming when you look at it. So on the CCLP certification, when your program, when does your program start back up, the flagship? 
August. We go August to May. Do you are you the f- primary facilitator for it? Do you do you stand in the front of the room every month and and kind of help lead the conversations? I do. I do. Um, we rely heavily. We use over 150 volunteers to run all of our programs. Um, so we try to let our alumni come back and they help plan the days. So I'll I'll facilitate throughout the day, but I kind of want our alum to keep mm-hmm. them engaged to have a little bit more of an active duty in our in our programs. Okay. Very, very cool. Well, Michelle, tell us about uh, some of your um, pearls of wisdom that you've picked up uh, here at the ALP conference. Sure. Um, So I got involved with ALP because uh, one of the conferences was supposed to be in Baton Rouge. Of course, COVID happened and we went virtual. And so I I kind of volunteered um, because it was in Louisiana, got really involved, uh, joined some affinity groups and um, really felt like it was um, an important part of what I do. And it was really the only resource I had um, to help me kind of navigate my program, learning the new program and hearing from others. So to be in person and to actually sit down and have a conversation with people in the room that know exactly what we're going through, what the challenges we face has been just tremendous. the, the ALP resources on the website have always been very helpful, and the Zoom calls were very helpful, but to actually sit down and, and um, you know, put a face and a name together and learn from a room full of colleagues, by far the best thing ever. And I love the learning sessions, but I usually steal just as many things from people who were just I'm just talking to on a break as I do from the people that are giving presentations. Have you guys had uh, any takeaways just from someone you met at the conference that's doing something really cool that uh, you you might take back and and implement? Yeah, so that's another thing. Even during, you know, the presentations, most of them gave us an opportunity to say, okay, I've given you this information, now talk amongst yourselves and share ideas. And so you, you get so many takeaways from the presentation and then talking with your colleagues. And so there's some things that we hadn't ever really talked about in our program, for instance, background checks and things mm-hmm. like that. That's something that you're kind of shady looking. So I hope <laughs> right. that they check you out. Before you <laughs> it never really occurred to me that, you know, before COVID, we were asking them to share a room on our opening retreat and, and, and having gone through the program, even you know, several years ago, it never occurred to me that I was, might have been sharing a room with someone shady. <laughs> so, um, don't look it up. You don't I guess know I'm very now. trusting. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was really an eye opener and it had never really occurred to me. So little things like that just, yeah. uh, really opened my eyes. I love that. Shannon, what else? I, I agree. Um, the, the classes are fantastic. And again, took away a lot of notes, but just those conversations at the tables, um, just being able in the, in the classes and especially like on alumni, for example, being able to turn around and figure out what are you doing for your alumni program? You know, sharing cause, um, I think we all kind of su- not suffer, but alumni is hard to keep them engaged once they graduate. Um, we have over 4,000 in our database, but only 600 are active dues paying. And the same 15 to 20 people come to every event. So how, how do we get out of that? So being able to talk with other individuals who are going through the same problem and sharing something that I didn't even think about, that has just been priceless. I, we had several from Louisville here. I was just telling the Knoxville contingency that I'm kind of upset because they did the session on alumni 
And a couple of my team members were like, hey, we got like 20 new events we want to do. And I was like, I don't think we need 20 new events, but uh, maybe let's look at one of them. I don't know. Uh, it's a lot. Um, so what do you see um, kind of in the future for your organizations? What do you what do you like? What's your in your strategic plan for the next few years? And what maybe has um, have you learned here at this conference that's going to help you reach some of those goals? Um, so we do, we do our strategic strategic plan every three years, um, and I love some, the last class I was in, or one of the classes I was in, said you know have a six year arching plan, which we don't, which I want to take back to my board. Um, unfortunately, I was not pleased with our strategic plan outcomes mm. because they were something that was not attainable to me. Alumni and recruitment. Mm -hmm. I, to me, that's, that's over 365 days a year. That should not be in our strategic plan. So I want to go back to our board and fix that. But long term, um, it's just trying to make more of a presence in Huntsville. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a tiny office in the top of a bank, and we need to have a center like mm -hmm. Louisville does. So I'll be visiting Louisville. Uh, so that's overarching for the next couple of years. That's awesome. Michelle? Yes. Yeah, so coming from a chamber, um, our our goals and objectives really have to kind of fit in with our chamber. And so tons of ideas to bring back to our chamber board and say, um, this is where I'd like to go at, at some point. And recently, it's really picked up with our board. We've been really trying to um, do a social media uh, presence and introduce our class one by one on social media. And it's really, um, really, picked up on our recruitment people are how do you how do you get into the class so I would really like to continue that and um, who knows maybe one day we will be big enough to separate out and and have a center as well what is maybe um, as you're thinking about next year's conference and I'm hoping some folks that didn't come here are listening to the podcast today and might uh, might choose to join ALP if they're not a member might choose to come to the conference next year. What would you say is um, the reason folks should come and join in this community? Well, as an ambassador for the state of Louisiana and being the only Louisiana uh, program here at the conference, I'd really like to strive to somehow get the message to them about how valuable it was and form a more um, kind of cohesive group in Louisiana to maybe spur that interest and come. And that's that's been difficult, trying to get everyone together. Mm -hmm. So that's something I need to work Are on people in your community ready to get back in person? Are you still Absolutely. doing? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And they're trying to cram every event, every meeting they can, all at the same time. So there's something every day. I agree. <laughs> and I, I will echo from Calhoun County, which is more East Alabama, and I'm in North Alabama towards the Tennessee border. Um, in my county alone, we have 2,700 nonprofits, and I don't even think a handful of them are members of ALP. So I think Chriselle and I are going to take it on of really trying to get Alabama more involved in ALP because of the benefit. And with this being my first conference, I cannot tell you the benefit of what I've learned and gained from everybody in the room. And so we, we got to get that message out. We had a, uh, a kind of Kentucky reunion the first night here, and Janice from Leadership Kentucky and Sandra from Leadership Paducah and a couple of us from Louisville went out to dinner and kind of connected as a state group, which is also, I mean, when you all get to come here, we, we live 
much closer to each other than Orlando, but we don't get together in Kentucky that much. So uh, it was cool to see other folks from our region here, too. Agreed. And even that, I'm on the Texas border, so we had some Beaumont affiliates in, I think, Austin and uh, and um, Fort Worth. So I really was able to connect with them um, being neighbors, you know, versus someone in my own state. So mm-hmm. that was great. Same here. Um, Tennessee being so close. I mean, I'm 30 minutes to the Tennessee border, so now I've met Stephanie. Uh, she's only an hour for me. So being able to pop up there or her pop down and, and kind of visit each other's programs would be a, a great benefit as well. So what was the most fun thing you did in Orlando while you were here? Did you get into any trouble? Anybody get arrested? We're not going to say that. Okay. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Yeah, we won't go there, but Kennedy Space Center was awesome. You went to the Space Center? Yes. Oh, that's very, very cool. Wonderful. Um, did you get into any uh, trouble, Shannon? We went out to dinner and, and I was with you yeah. one night <laughs> so, for dinner. So, uh, so no, I, no didn't get in, I didn't get in, in, in trouble. No. Um, but it was nice just kind of getting away after being locked down for so long, just getting away. Um, and we're the same way in Huntsville. I think we're meeting two or three meetings a day. The chamber's just trying to cram it all in. <laughs> okay. Well, it's been great. We're short on time. So this is going to be a shorter episode of the podcast, but it's been great to connect. And Shannon, you and I have been, talking online for a couple of years now. So to get to meet in person was awesome. And Michelle, it was great to meet you as well. And everybody else here, let's, let's have a round of applause for the ALP conference. And we hope to have more episodes of the podcast coming very, very soon. So please tell your friends in the leadership uh, community, leadership community, if they haven't found ALP yet, Uh, to go to alpleaders.org, check it out, join, uh, and come to conferences, come to the Leadership Connections calls, download the podcast, just be part of the community. I know I always learn a ton um, and happily steal ideas from from other friends that I meet here, and I hope they steal mine too because, you know, it's just great to have collaborators. Um, So thanks for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next episode of the ALP Leadership Connections podcast.